0: Welcome back to to Rob Gill's Epic Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn how to take action on your financial future, click the link in our bio to speak to us directly. To learn more about how you can achieve financial freedom, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Rob Gill all over social media. Financial freedom awaits. You know, if I can go back in time and meet my 20-year-old self, or if you're 20 right now, one of the things I would say is three different things, but let me just go real fast here. I would suggest that whoever your top five people are, you fire them. Or you get a new top five people that are experts in whatever they're doing. And what I mean by that is if you begin to crush it at this age right now and surround yourself with folks that have been there, done that, that are a proven track record in whatever you're looking to accomplish, we call that matching and mirroring, and just add 10% to what that is, expect nothing and just give, you'll be amazed at how fast you begin to accelerate. That's the first thing. The second thing, I would be very clear every morning on three, three, and three. What are the three things I'm grateful for for three minutes? What are the three things that I'm looking for health-wise or three three things that I'm really good at at providing to people as well as wishing blessings on all the people that I love? And then the other three on either a 30, 60, 90-day basis, what I'm going to focus on is three outcomes that I want to manifest into my real life. So we have a a blueprint, what we think about, a life condition, the result. And if they don't match, then you got to do a better job at asking yourself a different question. Once you establish one and two, you then take somebody that was just like you, train them in what you just learned so you can begin to replace yourself. And now you're going to create a scalable model. If I could do that now and go back in time and meet my 20-year-old self, that's exactly what I would say. And in today's video, you know, we have a video series about financial planning for when you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. And in the next video that's coming up right now, or the video right now, my partner, David Harder, is going to specifically talk about 20-year-olds and what they should do during
1: this time frame as they get into that launch into their 30s. You know, so I get this question all the time. I'm in my 20s right? Um, Is this a good time or a bad time for me to start financial planning and planning for my future? The answer is yes, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. And there's a multitude of different reasons why. And so listen, in today's video, what we're going to focus in on is, you know, what are your fears towards starting to build out financial planning and saving money in your 20s? What are some tips for how to save when you're in your 20s, why it's important for you to do so, and you know, perhaps what are some things that I could take a look at potentially investing in as I start to grow into my wealth? So, what are some of the common fears? Right, you're in your 20s, um, you have the rest of your life ahead of you, but what are some things that we're afraid of about saving money and putting a plan together when we're at this age? Well, you know, I would say that probably the most dominant fear is I don't know what I want to do with the rest of my life, right? And you see that more oftentimes than not, particularly in the world that we're in now. When I was in my 20s, it was a much different time than it is today. You went, in most cases for higher education, um, to map out a specific career trajectory that you intended to be in an office, working for an employer, investing in a 401k, and doing all the things that your parents had taught you to do. Well, here's the thing. In today's world where information has never been more readily accessible People are on information overload. People are now more confused. And by the way, we're in a tumultuous, tumultuous time economically, as well as globally, right? There's a lot of things going on. And so I can understand about being paralyzed about putting a plan in place because maybe you don't know what your future is. Maybe you're starting to feel out your entrepreneurial spirit. Maybe you're not sure if you're an entrepreneur or if you're somebody who wants to work in a corporate nine to five. But here's the reality your life expectancy is longer than any other in the history of mankind. You're going to live longer than anybody else has, right? And you're also going to be in the workforce and or working and looking to earn money for longer than anybody else has, particularly if you're going to look to create generational wealth. So when you're in your twenties, it is the absolute perfect time to start to develop some strategies for saving and for planning for your future, right? But the whole point is commitment the first thing that is so important to do is to commit to paying yourself first you might have graduated with student loans you might have credit card debt you might have purchased a car or you just you know don't really necessarily have a budget and or a plan well If you're creating a budget, which I incredibly highly recommend so that you can track where every dollar is going and so that money's not going out of your pocket, that shouldn't be going out of your pocket, I would argue that you ought to build into that budget the most important bill, paying yourself first. If you can identify a way, and we can help you with this, to save 20% or more of the income that you're receiving each and every single month into a different account right? That we'll call it for right now. That's a really, really good start. So let's talk about why it's such a great time. You're single in most cases, right? You also don't have a tremendous amount of overhead. When you get into your thirties and you get into your forties and as you get older, life doesn't get cheaper. It becomes more expensive. You have mortgages, you have taxes, you have children, You have obligations, and those obligations continue to expand and continue to get more expensive. So take advantage of the lack of overhead, whether you're living with your family or perhaps you're living in an apartment or a shared apartment. In most cases, with the absence of student loans or something of that nature, your obligations are probably relatively low. So take advantage of the fact that you don't have high overhead and carve out greater than 20% for the income that you're making to set aside. In addition to that, are you ever gonna be more healthy than you are right now in your 20s? One of the strategies that we use for every client essentially that we work with and certainly our most successful clients is using insurance as a base camp for where you save money not only for the future, but for the present. And I'll peel that onion here in a few minutes, but you're never gonna be more healthy and you're never gonna be more insurable from an insurance company than you are in your 20s because you don't have the wear and tear, right? You don't have health challenges, right? You don't maybe potentially have income issues at this, at this point. So being single and or having low obligations and being as healthy as you are or being as healthy as you hopefully are is something that you need to leverage to your advantage. So here's a tip for saving money, particularly when you're in your 20s. Develop a budget. If you don't have a budget, and I'm not talking about on a napkin, I'm talking about using software. Use Microsoft Excel. Use the Epic Wealth Builder, which is a tool that we use and leverage all the time with our clients to create organization for them and to create an analysis of where your money is coming in relative to where it's going out. And there's two reasons why this is so unbelievably important. Number one, because you can build a line item in that budget that says pay you, right? Carve out a dollar amount that is sensible that each month is going to be set aside during that period of time that under no circumstances are you going to compromise away from saving each and every single month. Part two is once you've built the budget, we can see where the Titanic is leaking, What do I mean by that? I mean that there are things in your world, and each and every single one of you, in all likelihood, has a car, right? Well, auto insurance steals your cash flow. Not sure if you're aware of this or not. Nobody likes paying auto insurance, but everybody has to have it. But more oftentimes than not, I see people that are anticipating the worst. What do I mean? I mean that they have a low deductible on their car insurance, and as a result, they're paying the highest premium. What's the thought process there? The thought process there is, well, if I get into a car accident, I don't want the, uh, I don't have to pay a lot out of my pocket. I want the insurance company to cover the majority. Makes a lot of sense. But if you're not having accidents frequently, or if you're not getting pulled over frequently, what are you doing? You're donating money to another institution that is not giving you an ROI. So we look at things like auto insurance deductibles, how you're structured, where you're paying, high interest debt that is not, Tax deductible, right? Anything where money's flowing off your balance sheet, maybe we can put it back into your pocket. Maybe we can increase your savings from 20 to 30%. I talked about it before, but there's never, ever a better time to consider cash value permanent life insurance than when you were in your 20s, right? Now, I know what you're thinking to yourself. Why in the heck would I want life insurance, right? I'm not married. I'm in my 20s. I don't have all these obligations. Trust me, I get that. We're not talking about death benefit. We're talking about a savings vehicle. The fact of the matter is that there are certain types of insurance policies that create a real, I'll call it turbocharger for saving money because not only do they create a future benefit, but they create a current benefit. What do I mean? When you put money into a bank account and you take it out to invest in something, what do you do when you're withdrawing it out of the bank account? An insurance policy has a unique feature where rather than withdrawing you can actually borrow against it just like a home equity line of credit to a degree and when I take a loan or when I borrow against it I can make another investment and we'll talk about that in a few minutes but here's the magic if the contract is structured the right way with the right life insurance company that money that I borrowed actually can continue to earn an interest rate inside my insurance so now I'm creating a scenario where my money is working for me in two places at the exact same time. If you want to build wealth, you build wealth by having a base camp that includes something like an insurance policy. So what are some things that I can invest in? Look, it's a really broad world now. You know, I mean, obviously there's the traditional stocks and bonds, ETFs, you know, some of the, I'm not going to call that cookie cutter, but those are things that are readily accessible. They're available on Robinhood. They're available at broker dealers. They're available at a multitude of different houses in which I can create allocation, probably on a very low cost to markets. What's the challenge? The challenge is I don't have a lot of control in those rates of return. So I have to be very disciplined, right? I have to have a long-term view and I have to be willing to take on the risk of fluctuation. And if you give yourself time, more oftentimes than not, you'll see reward there. But what are some other options that you can take a look at? You can take a look at businesses. You can take a look at real estate. And you don't have to buy a home to have exposure to real estate. You don't have to buy Johnson & Johnson to have exposure to businesses. There's all kinds of stuff that's out there, e-commerce, et cetera. But the fact of the matter, guys, is that a goal with no plan is nothing more than a wish. What I would suggest is if you want to understand a little bit more around your options for how you can deploy your money, how you can get yourself budgeted, how you can commit to saving now and leverage your health, and your lack of massive obligations click the link below and a member of our team will get in contact with you set up a consultation so we can get you onto a path of building out a financial freedom roadmap for the longest life expectancy in the history of mankind so i want to thank you guys for spending some time with me today and if you got value out of what i shared go ahead and click the like button we always want to understand how we can deliver more satisfying educational content we're bringing it out each and every single day and for more content go ahead and hit that subscribe button again we're working really really hard to provide high-level education and we look forward to being a resource
0: that's it for today with rob gill and the Epic epic financial strategies podcast Be sure to hop to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe and tune into all the podcasts. Also, be sure to follow the Rob Gill YouTube channel and Rob Gill social media channels. We'll see you on the next podcast.